is the Nerd Talkalypse Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything nerd. We provide the latest and greatest from trending pop culture and fandoms alike. So take a break from killing zombies with your lightsaber, hang up your cape and cowl, and hop onto the Hogwarts Express and ride your way over to Geek Down to fight our gym leaders and hosts of the show, Lane Stipe and Deej Penhollow. Of Nerdtocalypse. Wow. Uh, this week's show, we've got uh, you know, some more disappointment from The Walking Dead, uh, Gotham premiere date, some Deadpool news, Ready Player One, and some Dragon Ball Super discussion. <coughs> with a main discussion of the Arrowverse mid season premieres, uh, including Black Lightning, which is awesome. Which would be the series premiere. The series premiere, yes. Pretty <coughs> sweet. Some announcements here. We uh, we had some dope new T-shirts in the Teespring shop, but they had since been removed by Teespring because of all the logos. That we by had the them. man. Yeah. So uh, we printed. They printed one shirt, which I happened to order um, before removing them. So we will have. So we now have new ones up with our just our logo on them without all the copyrighted material. So there's that. We're criminals. Yeah. And then a uh, quick shout-out to Real D, the 3D movie company, for sending me out two pairs of clip-on 3D glasses um, for a more comfortable experience while watching 3D movies. So Hells yeah. Excited about that. They also want to do some special with us coming up in the future. Um, about, like, the evolution of 3D movies, so very interesting. Um, and then some non-nerdy recommends, or I'm sorry, nerdy recommends this week. Uh, I've got Future Man on Hulu, which is a very interesting show. Mm-hmm. Lane started watching a little bit of it. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, Armada, which is a novel by Ernie Klein, which is not that different from the concept of Future Man, aside from the fact that it's more or less about an alien invasion rather than uh, like a global takeover of a company. You know what I mean? But it's the same the same concept. Kid plays a game called Armada, and then one day at school, he's, like, looking out his window, and he sees, the like, one of the ships from the game, like, fucking in his t- hometown. Right. He's like, what the fuck? Turns out the world has been fucking preparing the all these people of the world for the fight against this alien race by this video game. And, like, this kid's rated, like, top five the world so he gets recruited to the real Earth Defense Alliance. Which is pretty much the basis of Future Man. Pretty much, yeah. And sort gets, of, yeah. And, you know, <clears> there's <throat> a bunch of other people there. It's, it's really it's really crazy. The ending was really, really good. It's not as good as Ready Player One, but it's, like, just as captivating to me. You know, it's way different, so it's it's pretty cool. But it's got all the same amount of, like, 80s pop culture references and all sorts of... They talk about Star Wars all the time. They smoke a weed in, the, in a book called Yoda Kush. Interesting. It's like specifically designed to like focus on the alien invasion. Like you say, well, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, it's crazy. But yeah. And then I'm reading another book here called Off to Be the Wizard by Scott Meyer, and it's fucking weird, but it's funny. And that's yeah. just like about a guy who discovers the the world is a simulation. He finds the code for himself, and many others find the codes for themselves, and it's extremely strange. And they yeah. alter it, and he goes back into the London. Medieval London. So that, that Ernest Klein was really like uh, 80s. Yeah, he owns a DeLorean. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's so funny because, like, that show I'm watching, The Goldbergs, it's so relevant. You know, because, like, his uncle owns a DeLorean. Oh, yeah? In the show. That's awesome. He's the guy from Ping Pong or whatever. Uh, fucking Balls of Fury. Balls of Fury, he okay. He's the main guy. Okay. That short, fat fucking guy. Oh, the guy who plays, uh... Is it the same dude who plays Jacob in, uh... Fantastic Beasts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> He's also in Fanboys, which I, I, I yeah. recently bought it and put it on Hulu. We need to watch that. Yeah. You need to see that movie. I've it's watched funny. that movie. Have you? Yeah, a long time ago. That's oh. an old-ass movie. Yeah, it's been out since, like, 2009. Yeah, I've watched that. Oh, okay. Who was it that didn't see it, though? <coughs> watch it. I don't remember. I thought it was you. No. It's not. Okay. Onward, then, to Walking Dead news. Uh, pissing off your actors and your fan base. Both Lauren Cohan and Norman Reedus are reportedly extremely upset about Carl's fate on the show. Yeah, so would anybody that cares about the fucking continuity of The Walking Dead. <laughs> Just uh, another thing that I saw on here that, you know, needed to fucking be stated. Fucking Ames. I know. Uh, the mid-season premiere will be 82 minutes, apparently, which is just more to hate, I guess. Yeah. 
Uh, rumors surface of Carol, Melissa McBride, joining season four of Fear of the Walking Dead. Interesting. What the fuck? All right, and then the, finally, Walking Dead has been hit with a lawsuit. Like, not AMC, but The Walking <coughs> Dead as a company show have been hit with a lawsuit. And AMC. Well, and AMC are being sued for... Well, yeah, but like... You just said not Two separate AMC. entities being sued for the same thing, but they're being sued from for wrongful death based off the stuntman that died last year. While killed on, you know, he was killed on set. Hmm. Um, it's just a whole bunch of trouble for the show. Yeah, bunch of bullshit. They're gonna end up going bankrupt. They're gonna end up getting canceled, which is what I want. News from the Hall of Justice. <laughs> a rumor: Henry Cavill Superman will reportedly return for an appearance in the Shazam movie. I, I mean, that would be awesome. I would love to see fucking Superman and Shazam fight Black Adam. That would be fucking pimp. Yeah. So this next little news article, do you see anything about this? No. It's like bittersweet, but at the same time, I, it kind of disappoints me. But I don't, so I don't know. But David Mazus, he plays Bruce Wayne on Gotham, confirms that the Joker is coming to Gotham. Which I, I initially I was like, what the fuck? But it says the Clown Prince of Crime is coming to the small screen. Gotham fans have long, have yeah, long been convinced that Jerome, played by Cameron Monaghan, was the youngest version of the Batman's arch nemesis, the Joker. However, on numerous occasions, both the cast and crew of Gotham have denied. That the character is the Joker. Back in October, E.P. Brian Weinbrandt told us that Jerome is simply the show's homage to the real Joker. Homage? Homage. <laughs> to the real Joker. And that his character would lay the groundwork for the evil character later to come, which we've heard before. Right. Um, many thought that this meant the Joker would arrive in Bruce Wayne's life after the show had ended, but it now appears that it's not the case. While speaking on a... On a discussing Films podcast this week, Gotham star David Mazus confirmed that Jerome definitely wasn't the Joker, but went on to explain that the actual Joker was coming soon and th- that Jerome's story is vital to the character's arrival. Um, he says, quote-unquote, he's not the Joker, that's all I'm saying. Mazus began, he's definitely the inspiration for the Joker um, and the way that the Joker comes into the show is one of the most brilliant things Gotham has ever done. Um, this helps explain why Jerome has been seen doing things like throwing Joker playing cards and asking him to put a smile on someone's face. Um, the character is laying groundwork for something more terrifying to come. Monaghan added this uh, to his story on Twitter. Like, he, re- he retweeted right. all of this and after the interview was posted. <clears throat> so It's funny, because he's not even the Joker, but he's the best Joker I've seen on... I know, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's so bittersweet, because I'm like, fuck, why the fuck couldn't they do do it with somebody different and make him the Joker? Like, that would have been awesome, because he's so good. Yeah, but, I don't know. If they're going to hold true to that fucking Joker's backstory, like, from, at least from, that was a killing joke, I think it was, we saw that, right? Mm -hmm. When he was in that Red Hood gang, when he was a comedian, or some shit. Yeah. And he got, Batman chased them all out of there, and he fell into that fucking pit, that fucking vat. Yeah, that 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 one, and um, uh, even Michael Keaton's Batman '89. That's pretty goddamn close to the Killing Joke. Yeah. When I was watching it, I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "It's pretty fucking close to that." Joe Chill, no, Joe Chill's the one that killed his parents. Yeah, except the only thing in that movie that is weird is that that Jack Nicholson's Joker killed Batman's parents in that movie. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, that is fucked up. <laughs> and Catwoman's origins are retarded. When she fell out of the window and got bit by all those cats. What the fuck? That is so That's the fucking... one you're talking about, right? Yeah, it's so fucking weird. Yeah. The cats were, like, eating her. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? And she goes crazy as shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know about maybe, that. Maybe if you get cat rabies from 100 cats, you'll turn into a cat woman. I guess, dude. I don't It was fucking weird, but, you know, whatever. And she just all of a sudden's a beast. Yeah, and I'm like, uh... But the movie was great. I like... I love Danny DeVito's Penguin. Yeah. I love Jack Nicholson's Joker. I love everything about that world. It was really well done and dark. And Tim Burton did a good good job, but some of that shit is just the, the, very weird. Whatever. Anyway, Gotham returns March 1st, 2018. So this news is disappointing, but it's not disappointing. I just hope that whoever they got to come in to play the Joker, he better be fucking way better than Cameron Monaghan. <clears throat> yeah. Because Cameron Monaghan is going to be hard to top. And I don't So I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Did you already say Gotham returns March 1st? I did, yeah. On Addie's birthday. Nice. So we got news from the Avengers Tower. First full Deadpool 2 trailer will reportedly be attached to Black, Pan- Black Panther in theaters on February 16th. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Deadpool, FXX is going to be putting out a Deadpool <coughs> animated series. 
and this it's really weird. So a ten episode series has been ordered and will be produced by Donald Glover, like which, the Childish Gambino and Donald Glover. Yeah, okay, which is weird, and his brother. Um, and it has already been confirmed to be part of the adult animated lineup, much like Rick and Morty or Archer, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so you know, it's probably not going to be like saying fucking shit, but it's probably going to be a little bit raunchier. Yeah, they're not going to say fucking shit on FXX, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. Ten episodes is pretty short, but... <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see how it goes. That should be coming pretty pretty soon, I hear. So I guess we got in, uh, in other news. We got Ready Player One. Movie's official release date has been moved back one day and will open Easter weekend. Pun intended. Movie's official release date has moved back one day and will open Easter weekend. Where's the pun? The fact that it's all about an Easter egg. Mm. <laughs> that's reaching. I don't know. That's why they did it. <laughs> I feel like that's reaching tough. A little bit. All right. So this next thing here is a, is interesting. There's a lot <coughs> going on here. You might Ugh. even know more than I do, Lane. But uh, Dragon Ball Super appears to be ending for real. And here's the apparent scoop. I mean, before I I heard that they're gonna like end Super and it's gonna come back as something else. Like like. Not super anymore, but Dragon Ball Z something. Yeah, it, I don't it know. Could be anything, but it says Dragon Ball fans were excited about the franchise and its long awaited return in 2015. Um, but it seems that all the hype is all turned to dismay. News reports, new reports from Japan, have signaled the end of Dragon Ball Super, and the fans are not sure how to react. It said earlier this past week, a newspaper in Japan published an update about Fuji TV's schedule via Reddit. Um, the network is sh- shifting its popular Sunday morning anime block to make room for. <coughs> GGG no I don't even know what that is no Kataro which will be uh, which will return in 2018 for its 50th anniversary the new show will make it or will take over the time slot for Dragon Ball Super um, but the announcement makes it sound like the shonen title is done for good according to it, the translators the announcement makes it clear that Kataro will take over the 9am slot for Fuji TV on April 1st after Dragon Ball Super ends in March no wordage no wordage about a hiatus was used, despite ongoing rumors. So it seems like the anime will wrap its wrap with 131 episodes. So this guy Ken Zyro said, "So about Dragon Ball Super ending, here are the relevant points: one, Kataro anime will take Super Super's place starting April 1st; two, Dragon Ball Super really is ending; three, might come back in the future under a different name, perhaps. Who knows? Episode 131 will be the final episode." says here, of course there's a chance that Dragon Ball Super will live on in, in the future. Uh, Fuji TV stresses that it has no plans to broadcast any Dragon Ball show at the moment, but will, but it did not but it did not sentence the entire series to death. The network stressed virility on Dragon Ball's franchise and announcement, and in its announcement by saying it's not like the series is over. So while plenty of fans are shocked by the sudden news, many saw the end coming. Dragon Ball Super's type production schedule has uh, long made the anime a difficult one. The overall franchise will get other projects this year, such as a feature film, has already been announced for the December 2018. That's a fucking long time away. Yeah. Uh, there's also a, always a chance Dragon Ball Super may be revived later down in 2019 or later, but it seems like Fuji TV is treating the impending loss as a finale. So here's... They better end and not just, like, stop. I know. So here's the hoping Dragon Ball Super gets rebranded for a return in 2019 or spawns off a new series entirely. Hmm. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. Disappointing. If that actually happens and never and it never comes back, that would suck. Yeah, I just hope they give it a legit ending. Like, something we can satisfy it with, not just stop out of nowhere. Yeah. Because before this announcement came out, I was reading some dude on Twitter, I don't think it was Seth the Programmer, it was somebody else that does YouTube videos for Dragon Ball Super, and he was talking about how the series was going to overlap with the end of Z, you know what I mean, with uh, with Oob? Yeah. Yeah. And like all, and, and Goku is whatever the fuck you call his uniform. That he had yeah. And all, and all that shit, and, and there was a big long discussion about whether or not that was going to happen or not, and I was just, and then this came announced, so right. it changed everything. It's like, oh shit. So who knows? Well, have to, because Oob's like a baby right now. Yeah. Or, I mean, he wouldn't be a baby. Be, I 
they he's say older. He he's older than Pan by a few years. Yeah. So and Pan's a baby right now, so he's probably like five. Because Pan in the tournament at the end of the Super was like four or three or something. He was real young, so he was probably like eight or nine or ten. They kept reforming. Maybe is older. It, I don't. Is it's hard called, to say. Is there something else out there called the end of Z? Or is that just what? They were referring to it like it was its own thing. They were referring to it. They called it Dragon Ball EOZ. And I was like, I don't know. What the fuck is it? Like I thought it was like a special or something that maybe I I didn't know about. I have no idea. Doesn't sound familiar to me. But all right, we're gonna get into the meat of the episode here, and that is the premieres for the Arrowverse. Uh shows the season, mid-season premieres and then the series premiere for black lightning um now i think i have these in order here of how they started out i believe I'm not 100 percent sure let me double check here i'm pretty sure that black lightning might come out of flash i don't think it really matters that much but i just wanted to make i want to double check so we were po- we are it is confirmed that Black Lightning isn't in the same universe as Arrow. Yeah, so far it's been confirmed. Now there, there, there was some sort of like uh, CW release, like one of their things, their promo things that they usually do, like a superhero fight club and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And they were talking, like there was like a scene I think where they were like, "We're waiting for the other guy to charge up, right?" And they didn't bl- explicitly mention, you know, he wasn't in it. They said that in what? In the C- like they had like a promo thing come out where they were all suiting up. Oh yeah, and then one of them, someone said, "We're waiting for the other guy to charge up," and then they didn't show him or anything, and they didn't mention him by name. But like, uh. it was kind of like a fucking like, "Hey, you know, we're we're aware of you." But so every all the creators of the show have come out and said like, "Hey, the, you know, he's not part of it." Interesting, at least not now, anyway. So I'm gonna check, double check here. Uh, let's see, the Flash. <coughs> what are you trying to do? I'm trying to see whether in what order they air. Mm. Um. That one too. Okay. So the Flash airs. Uh, fucking doesn't even say. Oh, Tuesday at 8. So that means. Let's see. Black Lightning then. Black Lightning airs. Tuesday at 9, so these are in reverse order. Not a huge deal. From bottom to top? Yeah. Why don't we just read them from bottom to top instead of doing all that? No, it's this, 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 and now it's all in order. Start with Supergirl. You said reverse order. I'm at these two. Just the Flash and Black Lightning. I know, I talk like a retard. Yes, you do. I don't think you'll ever get used to it. That's okay. You still love me, right? Sure. Only sure? Let's get this over with. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Supergirl Season 3, Episode 10, Legion of Superheroes. It's probably the best episode of the season. <laughs> yeah, I have to agree with that. Everything, this, this season has been very underwhelming. For being, that, for being Supergirl, even... Yeah. But <clears throat> All right, well, last uh, two days after Kara's defeat by Rain, the DEO and the Legion use the ladder's technology... Uh, to heal Kara from her injuries. This saves her life, but she remains in a coma. The Legion's Coluan member, Brainiac 5, enters her mind to try to wake her. Though Sam continues her life with Ruby after spending Christmas Day with her, Rain takes control over her sporadically without Sam's knowledge, and Ruby remains unaware of her mother's divided personality. Now, I want to talk about Brainiac 5 for a second. He is from the future with the uh, Legion with them, uh, Saturn Girl and Monel and them. And uh, I read up about him. He uh, He's a 12th level intellect. And I think they said that most people in their, his universe are 6th level intellect. Interesting. And you know, so even some of his closest fr- friends are smart. They're like 8th, ninth level intellect. Mm-hmm. But he's up to 12. And he can, ha- he can have like 12 simultaneous thoughts at one time. And think about everything. Like he was in this episode, he was in a battle, and part of his subconscious was in Kara's subconscious, and he was talking to her, and that subconscious was doing a crossword puzzle, and he was like juggling and shit. So it's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Um, 
But, he looked weird. Yeah, he doesn't look quite like he did in the in the comics. He looks part of him, like it's like he looked like a, a combination because there was one of the younger kid looking ones. He had those three dots on his head. Yeah, and then in another adaptation, he was older and he had like longer hair, but he had no dots on his head. It's weird, but I don't know. Yeah, it was strange. I'm sure we'll see more of them. So yeah, maybe so. We'll uh, I don't know. Rain continues to rampage throughout National City, leading to a series of confrontations until the DEO and the Legion ultimately... Wait. Leading to a confrontations with the DEO and the Legion. Ultimately, Kara emerges from her coma and joins them when Rain seeks to destroy a prison facility. Uh, Kara injects Rain with a concentration dose, uh, a concentrated dose of liquefied kryptonite, forcing the latter to retreat. Which she does a pretty great job at, you know, beasting through that kryptonite. That must be her, like, chemical makeup since she was, like, created instead of being born off on Krypton, I guess. Yeah, it's weird. Like, yeah, she just, like, lays on the ground until it goes away. And it's fine. It's <laughs> like, it was served. That, all that did was not destroy the prison. It didn't stop her or anything. Yeah, that's, it's weird. But yeah. It's so, pretty uh, fucking powerful. Yeah. So, prior to Kara's awakening, John, who disguised himself as Kara to cover for her, advises Lena on her new relationship with James. Lena sees... This was a funny moment because... It was pretty funny, yeah. He was very uncomfortable because they started talking about kissing James. <laughs> He's like James. He's like Olsen's a good guy, <laughs> like stuff like that. It was so fucking weird. Yeah, it was very bizarre. The way to he, see... he was sitting on the... <laughs> to see Kara doing that. I don't know. It was funny. So uh, and Lena has obvious, you know, like she's like, well, he probably he probably is hesitant because, you know, I'm a Luther and he's best friends with Superman. Yeah. And all that shit. So it's like. Obviously, you know that. Yeah, she's not wrong for thinking it like. No, that, I don't though. blame her at all. So she's like, uh, Lena sees that James is not trying to distance herself from her because of her family, but she is afraid to be with him. Uh, and they become closer afterward. Car takes steps to move on from Monel after her near-death experience and develop a friendship with Brainiac Five. Is she gonna fuck him? That'd be interesting. As Rain recuperates in her fortress, she learns that there are other world killers like her, and Kovile joins her. That's that guy that weird cult leader supergirl cult leader yeah that's weird so uh, yeah other world killer i knew there was other i think there's three others or like the four horsemen type thing there's four of them i'm pretty sure but yeah this is a good episode i mean supergirl was stuck in her own mind and you know that, that scene was pretty when she was using her heat vision and everything was like floating around her and shit like it, it was like a dragon ball z thing i understand it was in her head but yeah it was still cool, it was still though. cool looking yeah, it was really nice to see but yeah, uh, hopefully the hopefully this after the first part of the season, you know, now it's like getting getting some some legs. You know, hopefully it can get going and stay a nice and healthy show for the rest of the season. I hope the same thing for Legends of Tomorrow, good lord. Ever since we saw fucking Damien Dark as goddamn Odin, I've I've had nightmares about that show. Uh, episode with Bebo was fucking ridiculous. But yeah, so we're going to move on to the uh, Flash. The Trial of the Flash, Season 4, Episode 10. This is an interesting episode. Uh, a lot of stuff is going down with Barry, but... So Barry is standing trial for the murder of Clifford DeVoe, uh, with Cecile representing him. Cisco and Joe have to leave during the trial for a meta-investigation, in which the meta caused people to collapse... This was like a, uh, what they were calling him, fallout? Yeah, he had like a n- nuclear bomb radiation type thing. It was like he was a ra- he, it was like he was in the game Fallout and he just had a lot of rad. Yeah. If people, people that play Fallout know what that is. Um, and this guy was totally unaware that he was doing this. You know, he would he would go get get his bank, you know, he start, set up like a checking account or whatever, or got money out of the bank and everybody behind him collapsed. He had no idea that he was doing that. Yeah, and then when they when they left, they found a fucking they they saw that the heat the signatures of uh, the nuclear waste or whatever. Yeah, and they saw that he was driving that truck. And they were like, "Fuck, must be a misreading." You know, it was just the truck of waste. Right. But it was that guy. Yeah. And this opens up so much because all this just proves that it was not only the people on the bus. It was people around it. And yeah, that guy was probably driving by. In his nuclear waste truck. Yeah. And got hit with this fucking energy, and now he's a w- nuclear waste guy. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. So who knows what else? How many more fucking metas that have been created because of it? It's insane. Um, let's see. So uh, Captain Singh reveals to Joe 
that he is appearing as a witness for the prosecution against Barry. The meta is eventually discovered as Neil Borman, who is a meta who produces radiation, which is causing the illness and collapse or illness and collapsing. Uh, Barry takes him on, but is ill-equipped to deal with the situation. So yeah, Barry leaves <coughs> right in the middle of his trial to go yeah. be a fucking hero. You know what I mean? These people obviously have no idea that Barry's the Flash, so it's it doesn't help his case at all. But there's a lot of there's a lot of like outing of of Barry Allen as a person in this in this uh, episode. Like when Captain Singh is on the stand and he's just like, "So Barry's late all the time. You know where does he go?" And blah 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 blah. And blah, you know, trying to pin him as the murderer. Right for Clifford Devote, it's just it's real sad. I don't think he's trying to pin him. He just he's telling the truth. Like, well, yeah, you know, he's always late. He did well. He was told to leave him alone, but he doesn't know he's the Flash either. Right. You know, if these people knew that he was the Flash, it'd be a whole different story because they would assume like, well, he's just trying to save the world. Right. You know, but he and like, he, he, what's her face? Fucking his woman, Iris. Iris keeps wanting to tell everybody. She's like, let's just tell him. He's like, it, w- it would make everything better. Like. And it's funny, he's so against it, but like, Wally West is very popular for uh, having done that. Like, when Wally West becomes the Flash, he, everybody knows he's Wally West. Like, <laughs> Wally would do that. Yeah. Interestingly enough, real quick tangent, Wally West has become a series regular on Legends of Tomorrow. Really? Yeah. They just promoted him to series regular, and now he's going to be on that show all the time. Interesting. He'll be a big help. Yeah. I was like, that's crazy. So he's no longer going to be on the Flash, which is, I mean, it makes sense, like budget wise. He takes like, his own way, yeah. Like, and and for the and for the and budget, they got rid like, of Firestorm, so yeah, they needed somebody else. To yeah, even the playing field a little bit. So that's kind of cool. I was going to put that in the news. I forgot all about it. What better time to put it in now than now? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <coughs> I totally lost my spot here. Uh, Barry takes him on. Is ill equipped. Uh, Cisco and Killer Frost travel to uh, the scene where Caitlin tries to freeze. Borman, um, who quickly defrosts and incapacitates Caitlin. Uh, Barry creates a vacuum seal around Borman to contain the radiation. It was a pretty dope scene. Yeah. His face is all like burn up and shit. It's crazy. Uh, with Cisco transporting the radiation to a dead Earth, uh, num- being Earth-15. Which, of course, fucking Harrison, Harry Wells knows. It's like, oh, there's a dead Earth on Earth-15. is dead. So <laughs> just, I know everything about there. every universe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, draining the meta and defeating him, Barry is eventually found guilty by the jury and is sentenced to life in prison. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, we cannot forget about that scene, dude. That scene was... Iris had made it her decision. She was going to tell everybody that he was a Flash. She, like, walks in. She goes, I have something important to say. Oh, yeah. Barry Allen is the... F- and he, like, he like gets into the Speed Force thing and just fucking jumps right in front of her. And they have an entire conversation <laughs> that probably lasts a millisecond you know, yeah. what I mean, to everybody else. And he's like, you can't tell him. He's like, you know, this is just. And the cra- the craziest thing about that entire scene is that Iris calls him out. And she's like, how am I involved in this? He's like, I have no idea. It's just the speed force. Like, it's all it's all it goes back to the same. Like I was talking about. Uh, like that's the like in real life. Say I could run faster than light, or even really fast. Yeah. Just because maybe I was just strong enough to run that fast, and I tried to carry you with me, you would just turn to mush. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Your bones would break. It would just you know you couldn't handle moving that fast. But the, like the speed force or whatever it is that's doing it protects you. Yeah. You know, because Barry's not a superhuman. You know, he doesn't have superhuman strength or anything like that. So that is also the same for him. But he can also give, like he's done it to Superman. They were running together. And yeah, and that one graphic audio. He yeah, to. he gave Superman speed force. It was so funny. Superman was amazed. He, they're like running, you know, and then, <laughs> you know, Barry's like, uh, no, no, I think it was Wally. Because yeah, they were talking Wally. about the, they were talking in that particular graphic audio, graphic novel. Or whatever of about the first time they all met the Justice League, and he was curious about it. And they were like running, and uh, Barry was like, while he was like running backwards, and Superman was like running as fast as he could, and then he like gave him some speed force, and Superman was like, he's like, man, I've never moved this fast. Like he's like, like it, it was blowing Superman's mind. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. I it love just, that. It just goes back to prove that Flash truly is fa- like everybody. Like Superman's fast and shit, sure, but he's not Flash fast, like. Like, there's that famous, uh, I don't know if famous, but I've seen it recently about, they're always racing, you know? Yeah. And they always come close or whatever. It's like, they always tie and shit. And one time, like, uh, Barry was, like, talking to Superman. Superman's like, you know, he's like, we've always come close in a race. He goes, that was for charity, Clark. And he just goes, boom! <laughs> and fucking, like, leaves Superman in his dust. Like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, dude, I, w- I would love to see an animated version of that conversation. Like, yeah. like, you know, it's always been close, Flash. He's like, 
just Charity Clark. <laughs> and then just kaboom. That's awesome. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that graphic audio was JLA Exterminators, I want to say. It, wa- it definitely wasn't Flash Stop Motion. It was a Justice League one, and I think it was Exterminators. I'm not 100% positive, but those definitely dope. But yeah, that scene was really, really cool to see in the middle of the courtroom, just by Barry and Iris just sitting there having a conversation. Everything else around them totally still. Yeah, that was that scene was fucking cool. I loved it. Like, yeah, really well done. It just gets better. The Flash just gets better. Uh, everything else around it just suffers. Well, at first, Flash was inter- like there was parts of Flash this season that were shitty, and Arrow was good. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. Arrow Arrow's been here and there for me. This season, last season, Arrow was fucking spectacular the whole yeah. way through, except for the gun control episode. Oh yeah, that was the only one that was Political like nonsense. mediocre. Yeah, the rest of it was so fucking good with all the shit with fucking Prometheus. This season is fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not particularly fond of Caden James as the villain, but no, because it's it's a typical fucking like it's bothering me. Like they, it's, it's every episode they there's, there's say there's like three battles held. They go one time, they fight. They get away, they leave. They come, then like, oh, they're here. So they go there, they fight a whole another group of people, and then they get away, they leave. And then they fight them again, and then they learn a little bit more, and but they still get away, and then they end up leaving. Like, it's the same fucking thing over and over and every episode. Is yeah, it's pretty much the same fucking thing. It's a weird arrow formula. Just It's getting it's getting really fucking old, and it just... See, at least the Flash has all sorts of different elements. The Flash kind of is like Legends and Arrow combined, because it's got time travel and other worlds and all this shit and it's just night it's just a good show yeah supergirl's just shitty like yeah. i don't know oh well, super- this episode supergirl's good i think if it keeps getting keeps up like this it'll be a good i like the legion you know i would I, I don't know what what is it about supergirl that makes it so lackluster i don't know it's, it's cheesy, cheesy. the acting's all you know that that's the thing like steven amell it like it, you can't tell he's acting yeah grant gusson you can't tell he's acting yeah, you know a lot of the Le- the Legion, even the Legend of Tomorrow guys, it's all good. But Supergirl, like like even with Le- with uh, L- Lena Luther, yeah. Sometimes she sounds British, sometimes she doesn't. Horrible acting. So it's like one thing that one there there are a lot of things I agree with Mr. Kevin Smith on. Mm-hmm. You know, I lo- I love most of the things he says, aside from that the fact that he loves Game of Thrones and I fucking can't stand it. He's a huge advocate of like Supergirl. Right. And like how good of an actor that she is, and I'm like, I don't think she's all that great. Like, I really, but that's just me, I guess. I don't, I really don't, I don't know. I don't agree with him on that aspect. It's a good show, but I just don't. Like, he likes it more than he likes the Flash. I'm like, dude, I. He likes Supergirl more than Flash. Yeah. What? He's directed way more Supergirl than he has Flash. Now he's going up again to do another Flash soon. I I I hear. So I don't know. It's really weird. It could just be like because he's never done anything like that before, right? Like with all the special effects and stuff. So it just could be the entire team. I don't know, but I don't involved. know. There's just a lot of it. It just sucks and cheesy. And but all right, now we're going to talk about the series premiere of Black Lightning season one, episode one, titled "The Resurrection." Now this isn't a typical superhero show. This isn't about his uh, backstory, really. I mean, I'm sure we're going to see some about it. But it's not the origin story of Black Lightning. Black Lightning has already existed in this universe. He is just now becoming him again. Right. You know, he was the Black Lightning, but he has a family now. I think he's, he stopped to become a principal, you know, help in other ways. But now certain cir- circumstances are bringing it back out of him. So it's that's the resurrection of Black Lightning. Right. Much. It's, it's, it was. Yeah, I like that. It I was like good that, uh, and shitty all at the same time. Like, yeah, exactly. Like his acting, I think, really needs some work. I. You know, like it, it, it. That was another thing. He was. It was very scripted sounding every time he talked. Like I, keep, I just keep telling myself it was. It, it was extremely piloty. Like yeah, it was very piloty. Like like, and you could very much tell that it's been done for a while. Because we were in your old apartment when we first saw the trailer. Like this pilot's been done right for a long fucking time. Yeah, it was very piloty, as Deej says. And and you could very much tell, but the it's pulling some fucking massive ratings. Like well, the fight scenes in this fucking show are fucking crazy. Like. All right, so after his older daughter, Anissa, is arrested for protesting, high school principal and former superhero Jefferson Pierce is again pulled over for a crime he did not commit due to the racial tension prevalent in his community. Uh, The last straw comes when his youngest daughter, Jennifer, gets in trouble at a club owned by a gang called the 100, and he is forced to use his powers to rescue her. 
Uh, Gamby, his mentor and friend, urges him to be, which is fucking <laughs> Harry from Dexter, from fucking Pineapple Express. He was in. He was. Wh- what else? He was Harry and something else. He was. Uh, he was uh, Ryan's dad and Wilfred. Yeah, he. It's weird. I, I was like, I was like, if his name's Harry, I'm gonna shit my pants. And he's like, well, Gamby. And I'm like, that's not. <laughs> we just like that's not even close. Laughed our goddamn asses off. When I first saw him appear on screen, I thought it was Harry. From Kingsman 2. Like, I thought it was that actor, Colin Firth. And I was like, what the fuck? And I almost said, is that Harry? And then Lane said, is that Harry? And I was like, what? And he met Harry from Dexter whenever we finally realized who it was. And I was like, Jesus. This is super weird, but Gamby. <laughs> That's not even close to Harry. And that is so funny. But where'd you leave off? Uh, I got you. His mentor and friend urges him to become Black Lightning again, but Jefferson refuses to break the promise he made to his ex-wife Lynn to give up heroics in hopes of reconciling with her. A 100-gang banger named Will and his friends abduct Jennifer and Anissa from school despite an agreement between Jefferson and the gang. And uh, Lynn frees him from his promise for their daughter's sakes. With Gamby's help, he saves the girls from the 100 at the Seahorse Motel. However... He is able to find. He is unable to find Will's boss, Lala, which is he's like a. He looks like an albino gorilla. <laughs> that's that's Lala, right? That's the boss. Yeah. He looks like he does. He does look like a fucking. I even exactly showed DJ like, like a picture an of an albino gorilla, gorilla and I was like, "Yep, <laughs> like a, sh- a hairless albino gorilla." It's weird. So after being brought to the head of the hundred, Tobias Whale, by his two underlings, Lala is instructed to kill Black Lightning, because I guess. He's had a history with Lala. Yeah, because he's made it seem like he's like I took Black Lightning down before. Blah blah blah. Like, what is this guy? Like Black Lightning, he was like raping these guys. Like, yeah, when he like puts the th- lightning in his fist and is punching them. Too, too, too. That's so. Oh, it's so cool, cool looking. Uh, he th- fucked up that police car. Yeah. And his powers, well, so his powers are na- like a natural. Like he's like almost like meta. I think so. Because he doesn't need, he doesn't need uh you know, he doesn't get him from the suit, but I think maybe his suit amplifies it. Oh, no, I'm going to look it up. Because he was able to do it. Uh, well, fuck, what the hell is the word that I'm looking for? Non-suited? <laughs> like, organically. Yeah. He was able to pull it off organically without, like, while he was just in a normal fucking, like, tux or, you know, suit work, yeah. work suit. And then Uh-oh. it seemed like when he put his suit on that it, like, amplified his power, which is really interesting. Right. And then just to finish this off real quick, it says Anissa's trauma activates her own powers, causing her to break a sink in half, which if I believe she has the power to change things weight and density and shit or her yes. density and shit like that. Thunder and lightning is their names. Black lightning, thunder and lightning, which is weird. But I, I mean, I like the fact that she's thunder, but I feel like they could have given the other one a different name other than lightning. Considering that he's called black lightning, which is weird, even weirder. Because he's black, dude. I know, but it just seems strange. <laughs> like, what if Black Panther wasn't a black guy? It well, still he's still Black sense. Panther. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it would it just, like, Black Lightning. I wonder if that, is that the only na- reason that he's called Black Lightning? Well, he says he says he's a metahuman. Uh, electric generation and manipulation, electric transportation, energy absorption, energy field generation, expert martial artist, Olympic level athlete, peak physical conditioning. Originally, he was described as having no innate powers, using a belt that allowed him to generate a force field and protect, project electrical bolts. This power was later revealed to exist as a result of the metagene, according to Invasion Number 3. Uh, Black Lightning is able to shoot extremely powerful lightning bolts, strong enough to kill a man if he wanted to, but he usually uses the lightning to scare his enemies. When he does fire his lightning at people, he tries to stun if he can. In a pinch, you can also ionize the atmosphere, creating localized lightning storms which strikes hundreds of times per minute. He can also create quick charges of electricity in his fist to give his punches more of a shock, which we saw. It was awesome. Yeah. Besides being able to control electricity, Black Lightning can turn into electricity himself. In his electrical form, Black Lightning is almost invulnerable. He can't be hit with physical objects, can't be poisoned or infected with any diseases, and he doesn't need air, food, or water to survive. He can go through conditions that would normally kill him, and even into space as electricity and survive. He can shoot himself across vast distances in electrical form, but also travel the same way regular electricity can by jumping into electrical cables or wires. 
Black Lightning can move through the power system as fast as a spark can. In this form, Black Lightning can pass through walls or solid objects and can move extremely fast. Black. It is fueled by his rage and he grows stronger as he gets angrier. With his electrical power, he can create huge walls or bubbles of energy which can take punishment in his place. These force fields can be used to block incoming fists, bullets, and other physical attacks, including cars that try to run him over. The fields block energy blasts from weapons or other metahumans. They can even block explosions, keeping him from being hit by grenades or bombs. He also has the ability to sense electrical fields around him and can tell where electricity is coming from and how strong it is. Last paragraph, his powers allow him to absorb energy in order to make himself stronger. Black lightning can then make himself stronger, faster, heal quicker, and produce more lightning. Any source of electricity will do, but he is at a fondness for absorbing lightning from thunderstorms. He can even drain power plants, which give him a huge boost, even if it does shut down power for the rest of the city sometimes. <laughs> he can also use his power in an offensive way by draining energy from machines that might be attacking him. God damn. That guy sounds very formidable. Oh my god, yeah, he's a force to be fucking reckoned with. Jesus Christ. Uh, says uh, his antagonist, Black Lightning's rogues gallery, consists of a hundred criminal organization, Tobias Whale, Black Lightning's arch enemy, a crime lord who helps the Metropolis branch of the 100, a cyclotronic man, a former jewel thief who became a metahuman with power similar to Black Lightning after being exposed to radiation, uh, Joey Toledo, Ishmael, Painkiller, and Warhog. I don't see anything about Lala. Is that who Tobias? Who's Tobias Whale? Uh, might be Lala. That's this guy. It has to be him. I've seen yeah. this guy before. That guy looks so familiar. It might be him. Yeah, I think Lala is that skilled harpooner. <laughs> and uh, what was his? What's the name? What's his daughter? Thunder and Lightning. Anissa. Anissa. I don't remember the other one. I just want to. I just know about Anissa. Pierce DC Comics. Yeah, dude, that's fucking a lot of crazy powers for him. Fuck yeah. Dude, I hope we get to see all of that. Yeah? I would love to see him turn into electricity. <laughs> that would be fucking crazy. It says, uh, Thunder is a fictional superhero in American comic books published by DC Comics. The character was created by writer Judd Winnick and artist Todd Tom Rainey. In the modern age of comic books, she is first mentioned in Green Arrow Volume 2 and first appears a month later in Outsiders Volume 3. She's the eldest daughter of Black Lightning. She's a metahuman in the DC Universe. She is capable of increasing her physical density, rendering herself bulletproof, and creating massive shockwaves when stomping upon the ground. Oh, that is dope. Uh, this is just a little bit. Uh, uh, Thunder has the ability to increase her body's mass while pre preserving volume, which effectively increases her density. In this state, she is near immovable, almost completely invulnerable. A mob enforcer once suffered a compound fracture after trying to punch Thunder in the face. Notably, she can make her skin strong enough to withstand bullets. Just by stomping the ground, she can create massive shockwaves. Hmm. Interesting. It's pretty cool. So she pretty much becomes like a lesser Hulk. Dude, so even so, so him and his two daughters together are going to be fucking unstoppable. You ain't going to fucking touch that shit. No. But it's a CW, so they're probably going to be super fucking underpowered. Yeah, like fucking Martian Manhunter. <laughs> I don't know what he did in that episode was that pretty was dope. fucking dope. That was dope, yeah. But still, like, I was like, "What is happening right now?" It was cool. He like grabbed her and they like phased down into the ground and fucking just like they were like two, two, two. They were having like a battle under the ground. Yeah, it was. It fucking was so sweet. Cool. All right, so let me get into the shitstorm that was this episode of Arrow, season six, episode ten: irreconcilable differences. <laughs> uh, Oliver and Felicity celebrate their wedding with everybody. The case against Oliver intensifies when Quentin learns that a member of Team Arrow is testifying against him, causing Oliver to have the team tracked. Wait. This is old. This is old. You got the wrong one. Interesting. Well, just give me a minute here. <laughs> I could have swore that I got the, that I grabbed the right one. Okay, so, <laughs> season six, episode ten, Divided. Uh, Oliver continues being the Green Arrow while refusing to have Renee, Dinah, and Curtis help him. While Felicity and Curtis struggle to cure John's, John of his tremors, in the process, discovering that their hideout has been bugged, forcing them to relocate to Argus. 
Oliver once again faces Caden James, discovering that he and the that he has a cabal at his command. Um, Dinah spends time with Vincent before discovering that he has allied with Caden James and attempts to arrest him before being overpowered. A cabal. Yeah. Um, after his fight with Caden James, Caden James' cabal, Oliver, Felicity, and John discover that in order to win, they need to bring the team back together, of course. Um, Oliver apologizes to Renee, Dinah, and Curtis, but despite his apology, they refuse to return to them, to the team, and instead they start their uh-huh. own team. A cabal is a secret political clique or faction. Okay. So all of the all the people. Of superheroes, Legion of Doom. Right. So, yeah, so they refuse Oliver's uh, apology, and they decide to start their own team, um, and Oliver wishes them luck. Curtis then shows Dinah and Renee their new hideout, which is the old, um, fuck, the old place where Felicity used to work. Uh, Helix. Helix, the old Helix building. So, yeah, they're still being fuckers about being tracked. Yeah, they're being pussy-ass bitches. Like, like obviously, they're... I don't know. I said it on the last few episodes, I think, but they're just being pussies. And it's funny because, like, even Oliver, Oliver admitted, he goes, I cannot beat them alone. There's a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that's crazy for him to say because he he's, was alone for the first few seasons, kind of, unless you count Diggle, but. Right. And it's just going to be, the. I just have a feeling that the whole rest of the season, or at least the next few episodes, is going to be like, nah, we don't want to do it. Nah, we don't want to do it. Now, what do you think is going to happen? They're going to go out on their own and fuck something up. And be like, fuck, we need Oliver. Yeah, probably. I guarantee it. <laughs> and, and and be like, we should get back together. Set our differences aside. They'll like to all come to some agreement with the, all three of them that it was that it made sense for Oliver to track them. Right. Which is what they've been saying the whole fucking time. Just annoying. I guarantee you that's how it goes. If Did it doesn't mention, go down that way, I'm going to be. Did we here that Vigilante is part of that cabal? No, but we I think we talked about it last week. But yeah, yeah like it, I think it, it might. Yeah, it does. Dinah spends time before with Vincent before discovering he is allied with Kate James. So yeah, yeah. So like she she's been talking to him as Vincent, but then we realize that he is and he's a beast. Like that that little fight with him and Oliver was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean the fighting in the in the show was always it's always great. Right. Just the the story behind it, like yeah. This episode was not nothing to be. Supergirl was better than Arrow this week. They fucking all, this was the Arrow was probably the worst of the week. Yeah. Well, they came out they came out of season three. So I'm sorry, season four. With all that Damien Dark shit, so sat with everybody, so soured on it. Yeah. Even like the 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 Arrow subreddit changed their name to the Daredevil subreddit because people were so pissed <laughs> at how how shitty that was. And the season five fucking killed it with one of the best fucking finales ever. It was so fucking huge. And then season six is just like, eh, boop. Yeah, it's just weird and not. I don't know. It's fucking strange. Seeing like the Flash. You know what I mean? They learn their... Le- this is the first season of The Flash that doesn't have a speedster villain. And it's yeah. fucking great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and Arrow just hasn't... Haven't <laughs> learned their lesson. Like, I don't... The hacking stuff is cool, well, I guess. They don't have an but- archer. There's no Prometheus. There's no fucking Merlin. There's no Ra's al Ghul. See, in there... But in the... Yeah, I don't know. It's just not good. Like, uh, the hacking stuff is fine and everything, but they've done it, like... In the past, like they did it last last year with Helix. It happens all the time. Yeah, they did it with Helix. They did it with a calculator. They did it with all sorts of shit. And now it's just like a huge fucking deal. And he's who know? I don't even know what King James Endgame is. Nobody knows. Who knows? He just wants to fuck shit up. But like, <clears throat> I don't know. It's just super weird. I mean, I don't know. The next episode's called "We Fall All for Nothing and the Devil's Greatest Trick." And then the 16th episode will be titled The Thanatos Guild. Interesting. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I don't no idea. But, all right. Well, so yeah, that was this week of the Arrowverse. Uh, yeah, we probably won't talk about these unless some crazy shit happens when we, you know, we probably won't talk about them until. And for future coming up episodes, I know we have, uh, I think Black Panther is the first nerdy movie of the year. Right? Yes. Uh, I'm almost done with Ready Player One, which yes. we will discuss the book. With Steve. With Steve from the Pizza Podcast. And then we will also, I imagine, we'll discuss the movie when it comes out. Yes. Which is when? The end of March. Okay. I think. Well, yeah, Easter weekends. Yeah, that's a good-ass book. Read that book. If if you're listening right now and you're going to be interested in that Ready Player One, 
Like you've seen the trailer, it looks cool. Try to read the novel; it's amazing. Now, like like I said before, the 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 movie the movie is sort of worrisome to me, but it's the same concept as like having Robert Kirkman in the writing room of The Walking Dead. I know that Ernest Klein has been working hand in hand with Steven Spielberg to, to get things to in. get to change things properly and to get things going. So like the movie reportedly is going to be pretty different. But that, you know, for copyright reasons, but I, I, I have faith that it's still going to be a decent movie. I'm going to try to literally shut off any book bias that I have going into the film and just watch it as I never read the book. Right. You know, I, in retrospect, I probably should have waited <laughs> to read the book after the movie. Yeah. But I really fucking wanted to know what the fuss was all about with Ready right. Player One. So and boy, am I fucking happy that I did that book is just, I've read it twice and it's awesome. And yeah. some some guy reportedly had said he 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 torrented the uh, script like back in the day, and he I said I don't want to know anything about it. I just you know he go, I said how legit do you think it is? He goes it could be legit. I don't know. He goes but you you might want to brush up on your uh, Blade Runner um, knowledge. And I said I've never seen Blade Runner, so I suppose that's uh, going to be something that we're going to watch. So if all you are going to go out and see Ready Player One, totally watch Blade Runner, I guess. That's, uh, if He said if the script is legit, you'll want to know. Otherwise, it's still a badass movie, he said, so you want to watch Blade Runner anyway. It was also funny because like, I read that, and then yesterday there was an episode of Goldberg's where he was like, she's like, I need help writing a paper about uh, Blade Runner. He goes, that's my f- one of my favorites. Like, <laughs> it's, just, it's almost like Adam F. Goldberg is the writer to Ready Player One. Right. Like I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah based on everything that they're talking about. Yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be super interesting. I don't I, I I can't wait to see how how this movie is going to end up playing out with all the with all the copyright. I I'd imagine that the the movie would be an absolute copyright nightmare. So to see how they're going to work their way around it and see Steven Spielberg doing it, it's going to be fucking awesome. So it's going to be cool. But yeah, that's uh hopefully we can get uh the Ready Player 1 thing scheduled between now and uh, Black Panther next week is next week is the week before Black Panther comes out so if we can I don't know if you're going to finish it within the next week and if Steve can even do it so we'll figure it out yeah we'll figure it out I should be able to finish it in a week yeah and then yeah Black Panther should be a good time but alright th- that's it for now we'll talk to you guys later alright have a good night <laughs>